0: J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: What is up, my friends? Welcome along to tonight's Late Night Agenda, where... I think you'll agree with me, one topic of conversation is going to be where we're at tonight. And that is, of course, the news that al are looking to bring Mohammed Salah over to Saudi Arabia in this transfer window. So, like everybody else, I've got a lot of questions. There's a lot of stuff we need to get through tonight. And I'm on time, so that that should probably let you know that it's serious. The fact that I'm here starting on time. Uh, JC Galvanil, before we get started Thank you mate for gifting 10 memberships Appreciate that, seen that before we started Mark sent me on a note about it as well So thank you my man, appreciate your support Look We have a lot to get through And I have a lot to say But I'm going to wait until the chat starts to fill up So I can go through this And give my side of this For once and for all you guys, of course, will direct how the show goes tonight. And you guys will let us know how you're feeling about it. It's fair to say that there is a lot of conjecture right now. But in these situations, I look for a few things. A response from the club. A response from the players' side. And so far, we've not had either. Not unusual. Granted, Liverpool probably don't want to comment publicly on some of these things. But something that's worried me all day... Is the lack of a response from Rami Abbas or Mohamed Salah himself to rubbish these claims? Now that may not mean anything. Rami Abbas might be busy. Mohamed Salah could be preparing for the game of the weekend. I truly don't know. But uncertainty breeds negativity and doubt. And right now Liverpool fans have a lot of uncertainty going on. And I guess tonight that's what I come in here for. To try and figure out what to believe what not to believe, what might be possible, and what we should expect. So that's what we're going to try and do here tonight. I'm not going to dictate to anybody how you should be feeling about this situation. I've been in my Discord group for a good chunk of the day, and fair to say people react to these things in different ways. And there's no right or wrong way. You know, some people are annoyed at Salah, some people aren't. Some people are annoyed at Saudi Arabian League, some people aren't. I'm going to give you my take on the situation in, a, in about 20 minutes time. But I want to go through your comments first and let you guys vent a little bit. Uh, Davino said, hey, Craig, how are we? Today is my birthday. Well, firstly, happy birthday to you, sir. You turned 24 years old. Uh, no other place would rather be than here on you with this special day. Thank you, Davino. You're very kind, man. Much appreciated. And. Um, I think there's another one I have to get to before we get started. In the process of moving back into college, says Colin, praying Mo doesn't leave, I would cry. Also missing Bobby a lot recently. Hope you've had a good day. In answer to your question, I have not had a good day on any front, but that's okay. Had to bring Harvey to the vet today. He, uh, he I think he got some skin irritation when he was going through the bushes or something, so he broke out in loads a little... Uh, hives and stuff so we had to bring him to the vet but he's okay thankfully he's been given his medication but this Mohammed salah stuff lads it's it's another distraction so before we get stuck into the rights and wrongs of this who's to blame what we should expect let me just put one thing out there to everybody in the chat before we get all underway regardless of what happens with the Mohamed Salah situation whether it's nonsense whether he moves or whatever regardless of all of that one thing we have to keep here is we have to keep the pressure on the owners because what we cannot allow to happen is this situation to dictate the media fan opinion and most importantly time between now and the transfer window closing. FSG Would love nothing more I would suggest than to see this Mohamed Salah stuff drag out to the end of the window, keep hold of the player but have distracted us enough that we somehow feel grateful at the end of the window for Mo staying and them keeping Saudi at bay but not getting the players that we need. So that's the first thing I want to say tonight. Don't let this distract you. This has got to be solid focus from us fans on them doing the right thing which is buying players so above all else we still need reinforcements uh shout out deck and gary said old man Digu or something like that yeah there we go could be an fsg distraction no this has got nothing to do with fsg fsg aren't going to invent this entire scenario i'll give them that much they might milk it they might use it to their advantage but i in no way believe that they started it Why are we even entertaining Salah leaving this summer? He isn't going anywhere. See, to answer your question, we're entertaining it because it hasn't been denied. That's why. And not only has it not been denied, many people in the media are suggesting, and I'm talking about on the UK and the European side, are suggesting that Mohamed Salah is weighing up the offer. I truly have no idea. I'm not close to Mohamed Salah. I don't know how he's feeling. He's playing chess on his Instagram story though. I don't know if that means anything. There you go. So the first poll of the night is going to be a straightforward one. And it's open right now. Do you think Salah will leave for Saudi Arabia in this transfer window? Yes or no? Uh, Derek Francois. Welcome to Anfield Agenda Ultras, mate. I trust Salah with my life except when he's on pen, said Froggy. Matoma long term sterling short term Matoma's going to be 27 on his next birthday mate so he's no spring chicken he's a great player and he's doing really well but he's no spring chicken if i was looking at replacements and i hope i'm not going to have to start talking about replacements there's only really two names Guevara Celia or leo they're the only two names for me that i think work um rabadan said salah and the fee must be enough to buy a happy pappy um The stories of the stand expansion costing more money are already coming out. Well, it will cost a little bit more money because of the way Buckingham um, had to walk off site. But again, we're talking about small sums of money in the grand scheme of things. So, here's where I am. And I said I was going to wait for the chat to fill up before I give you my perspective on this situation. So, let me start off by saying one thing that I mean with sincere respect to Mohamed Salah. I'm getting sick of this I'm fed up every single window there's a drama whether it's two or three windows and during the season about his wages and the standoff between the club and the player on that that was a distraction whether it was the stuff between himself and Mane after the AFCON and one of them qualifying for the World Cup or not that was a distraction when he met up with the PSG president after the Bournemouth game last season for lunch publicly, that was a distraction. And now, when we're in a very, very pivotal point in the transfer window, once again, we have a distraction. Now, people are going to say, Craig, he hasn't caused this distraction. Mohamed is going about his work. Yes, that's why I said respectfully at the start. But, he can shut it all down. Very simply, I am not moving. Nothing is making me leave Liverpool in this window him or his agent, and this is all put to bed But as I sit here today I haven't seen that and that's why people are getting worried because as I mentioned at the start of this stream uncertainty leads people to worry and When we haven't got Mohammed Salah or his agent coming out and absolutely saying unequivocally that this isn't happening You're going to continue to have the doubters now Sky Sports have put this at the head of their website, Salah Eliti had offer, and I don't know what the future holds for Mo. You are talking about an ungodly amount of money here. The plan is apparently to make him the highest paid player in the Saudi Pro League, ahead of the likes of Cristiano Ronaldo and Neymar. So, big, big money. That's why I think a lot of us are a bit worried right now, because none of us trust John W. Henry, let's be honest, and... Yes, anyone who says there's no time in the window to replace him, you're absolutely spot on. But here's the kicker. This won't stop on September the 1st because their window is open for a week after our window closes. So we may think we come around to September 1st and Mohamed Salah still at Liverpool that that's the end of it. I don't think it is because they don't like the word no. They're not used to the word no. They keep throwing more and more money at a situation and I don't care who you are. Or how strong-willed you are. Or how nice a guy you are. Everybody has a number. Everybody. And we just need to hope they don't get to that number. The number that makes John W. Henry say yes. The number that makes Mo go, you know what, I want this. And until we know the answers to those questions, there's going to be a lot of uncertainty right now. So PC Drat said, Saudi's trying to destabilise us before the Newcastle game. That hasn't escaped my attention either many people have been thinking the same thing is it a coincidence that the week we play Newcastle who are of course owned by the public investment fund of Saudi Arabia despite their protestation that they're not I don't think it's that big of a thing I don't think it's to do with a game I don't see it being that petty because this isn't the first time but apparently the offer that they previously put forward to Salah and his agent according to the media has been doubled So whatever the money was that wouldn't tempt them the first time has been doubled. So let's wait and see. If Salah left, have we enough quality up front? No, we don't. We wouldn't be as bad as we may be in other positions because we do have four other very, very capable forwards. But we are talking about our tallies, man. We're talking about the... Fourth or fifth highest goal scorer in Liverpool's history. And he's still playing. We're talking about the highest paid player in the club's history. And until he rubbishes it. This this uncertainty is going to stay. Saudi and Todd Bowley cannot accept the word no. Said Colin. Um, Agent already said he's not going three weeks ago. Yes. You didn't listen to me though. It's been doubled since then mate. Doubled. So... Somebody says to me, Craig, I want to buy your car. And here, I want to give you the value of the car. And I say, nah, no interest. I like the car. It's not giving me any trouble. But then they come back to me two weeks later and say, Craig, I want to give you twice what the car is worth. I'm going to start listening. um, And that's where we're at right now. It's all going to be down to him and his agent to put this to bed. Because Liverpool will continue to brief the same stuff. Liverpool will continue to say... That we're not, um, we're not interested in selling. We've no interest. But I've got to be honest and say I'm absolutely sick to my back teeth of the distractions. This is turning into our version of the Paul Pogba nonsense that United had. And look, again, you can say it's not Mohamed Salah's fault. But he's not doing anything to discourage it at the minute either. And I don't know about you, but I find that a little bit disturbing. Like I did when he was pictured with the PSG president having that lunch. That was nonsense. Never should have happened. And it hasn't gone away. And they've made no secret of the fact that they'd love to have Mohamed Salah in the Saudi Pro League. He's one of the biggest Muslim athletes in the world. Understandable that they would want him in their league. So it's going to come down to what Mo wants. And make no bones about it. It will come down to what Mo wants. If Mo wants out, they'll find a way to get him out. Liverpool will eventually cave i thought this conversation was going to happen next summer and i think most of you guys and girls out there probably did as well but right now it's a here and now problem and as i mentioned their window stays open a week longer than our window meaning they can still come in to try and destabilize after our window slams shut um right more super chats to catch up on Salah only considering the move because of FSG's lack of ambition. Surely if we'd made signings early, then it doesn't happen. That came from Nick. And Nick, you have a very fair point. A very fair point. This is what I've said all along. How do you expect to keep great players if you are going out there and show no ambition? Zero. And that's what our owners have done again. In this window, we're somehow sitting on a net spend of about... I think it's about 40 odd million or something like that. Maybe a bit higher. In a generation changing window. A rebuild of a second team. A whole new midfield. And John W. Henry and FSG are taking the piss out of us once again. Uh, My worry is the sale goes in FSG's pocket. Well the obvious excuse will be that they haven't got time to replace him. So if he somehow forced his way out. The club wouldn't have a time to replace him. Because everybody would know Liverpool have bags full of money. And all the prices would go through the roof. So it's a really difficult situation. Evan Ferguson with the money for Salas and Peter Jenkins. Completely the wrong type of forward, I think, for us, Peter, in all honesty. For me, it would have to be either Liao or Cavaricelli. It would be the only two names that I think... And look, Liao is a left-sided winger, but I'm sure we could move things around a bit to accommodate such a talent. But I guess, what's the price? Because it's all very well and good telling us what Salah might get paid that Salah could be earning more money than Ronaldo or whatever, but what's it going to be worth to Liverpool? The Saudi Pro League window closes, thank you, Connor, for sending me this, on the September the 20th, so even more, it's 19 days after our window closes. So it gives them plenty of time to continue. So it would almost be in our interest if we were going to cave in to do it while the window's open, rather than do it when the window's shut, we can't do nothing about it. So three things here. Either Liverpool refuse to sell, continue and Mo plays. Liverpool refuse to sell. Saudi come back in after our window closes with an offer that's too good for everyone to turn down. The club take it and we're without a player. Or we agree a fee with Saudi now for Mohamed Salah. He moves and Liverpool have time to get a replacement. They're the three options as I see it. Adrian said, just short of £1 for Mbappe, they'll pay whatever it takes. Mo's already gone. John W. Henry's balls have never found themselves... Um, there I, I, thank you Adrian for that mate Isn't, is anybody else just fed up of this though the circus that comes with having Mohamed Salah at the club and I'm not trying to assert blame to anyone but I am fed up of it because we spoke about his wage scenario for ages It it was every conversation on stream every fan forum was it a distraction for a season and it's just carrying on and on and on and on and on And nothing's changing. Uh, Hey, Craig, love Salah, but let's remember what we did with the money the last time we sold the player for 100 mil. Salah is surely worth more too. Said, Zeta more, Zeta more, Zeta more. Thank you for your super chat, mate. Eamon Fallon said, if he wants to go, we have to sell. No brainer. Thank you, Eamon. Uh, another super chat came in said would you take osherman for 160 million and let Salali leave for 200 it's a scary feeling like torres fsg may sell and buy jared bone and that comes in from nivala moodley thank you for that and thank you for mark for keeping me updated on the ones i missed uh how much would it take to accept losing them said kevin prunty that's a good question and i haven't answered that today all day and uh, neville and moody i just read out your super chat uh, don't worry sometimes it takes me a while to get back to them because i do have to go through each segment as well and discuss what we're talking about so sometimes i will miss a couple but don't worry our chief moderator marks on it and um he, he lets me know when i miss one and that's what i love about him he's absolutely brilliant right so let's look at the poll and see what you're feeling Do you think Salah will leave Anfield for Saudi Arabia in this window? 34% so far have said yes. 66% said no. So I guess the next poll, Gary, if I can, in the background. And by the way, let me just take a second again to say without this channel, like the success of this channel is down to the lads in the background and how hard they work. Any presenter will be able to tell you that. We don't do what we do without these guys in the background doing their work. So I think any fan channel owner would be right to say that they are responsible for why these channels are where they are um, and I'm very grateful to my team for that so thank you to those guys again and of course to you guys right so the next poll Gary if we can is um, what's the number what's the number that that you think would force Liverpool to sell 100 million 150 million 200 million uh, those who want Mbappe like Jude, he wants Real Madrid. Anyone who says otherwise is eating a plate of waffles. If Mo goes, I want nothing less than 200 million. Also, hope you're doing good, Craig. Um, so, good news for you, Lauren. I'm not going to be trying to pitch Kylian Mbappe to Liverpool here. Bellingham was a different situation entirely. He was gettable, it was achievable, but I'm with you on this one. Kylian Mbappe wants Real Madrid. He'll sign a new contract with PSG this year that will have a set fee for Real Madrid or anyone else to buy him. But that's where he'll end up. You're right. And uh, I'm okay. Thank you, Lauren. I hope you're well. Uh, Mike Pango said, $200 minimum for Salah. I want $250 million spent next summer. I don't care what FSG have to say. Backclop with what he deserves. So again, I want to just reiterate to everybody. Don't let this distract you. Because whatever happens with Mo will happen. But we still need a defender and a midfielder. And we need that before any of these shenanigans. So I'm going to give you a little bit of news on Hincapia shortly. Because there has been some news today around him. Positive news, I should say. Um, So we'll get to that in a few moments time. But um, I'm just angry. I'm really angry at the minute, lads. Uh, Connor said, "This is the best Liverpool fan channel on YouTube." Thank you, mate. Appreciate you, Connor Mac97. Thank you for your comment, buddy. Um, look, we're one of them. We're one of the best. Yeah, I, I say Liverpool fans are very fortunate that um, there's a lot of different types of fan content for all different types of personalities, and um, I'm just glad to be a part of it. So, thank you, mate. Right. So, poll is open. What's the number for Salah that you'd sell? 100 mil, 150 mil, 200 mil or 250 mil? Now, I've got to be honest. I don't see the number getting anywhere near 200 million. I don't. Because, and let's be honest about this. He's not worth 200 million quid. But, neither was Caicedo worth 115. Neither was Enzo worth 106. Neither was Rice worth 100. So, maybe I'll be surprised. But... What I've noticed from the Saudi deals is that they're willing to give humongous sums of money to the players. But the selling clubs aren't really getting exorbitant fees. Exorbitant fees even. And one of the tactics that they've used for some of these players. And this isn't me making this up. This was on Sky. Is that there's sometimes when they offer Mohamed Salah a contract, let's say. So let's say they offered Mohamed Salah a three year contract on 100 million a season. What they're doing now is they're saying to these players, look, I'll tell you what, come, join, sign the contract, and we'll give you 50% tax free upfront in a lump sum. So 150 million upfront guaranteed the second you sign the contract, tax free. And the rest over the course of your contract. So they are trying everything to get the big players across. And we know they have deep pockets. So if you're Liverpool, there will be a number. And I don't care what anyone says. There will be a number. Just will they get to that number? Uh, Lance said, we have to get a midfielder and a left centre-back. Don't worry about Salah until he's gone. Liz said, if Salah wants to go and we don't sell him, I worry about the drama. Yeah, that's fair. Because... I know if I was in Mohamed Salah's shoes and let's say for instance I was playing in the Premier League for Liverpool and I don't know Bray Wanderers got taken over by the Irish government and all of a sudden they were showering millions on everybody and they made me an offer of 100 million a year to come back to Ireland and play in the Irish uh, the Irish the, uh, the League of Ireland and I didn't get the money I'd probably sulk as well I don't care how professional you are if you are having untold riches thrown at you, it must be very difficult. And I'm not talking about Hendo money. I'm not talking about pissy little Jordan Henderson money. I'm talking about real big boy Saudi money, more than Ronaldo money. Uh, Adrian said he's worth 200 million in the Arab world. Um, can I ask a question, sincerely? Because I was, I was a bit weary of reading out that comment. Is that offensive? Uh, maybe there's some people from that part of the world that can help us in the chat because I never want to offend anyone so when Adrian said there he's worth 200 in the Arab world I don't know if that's offensive I'm not trying to have a pop at Adrian I'm just trying to get up to speed with you know I I never want to offend anybody uh Connor Mack gifted a membership thank you Connor that has gone to a crooks um if Salah goes Klopp will walk said Whitehammer not necessarily, mate. Not if Mohamed Salah tells Klopp he wants to go. If the club just sold him underneath Klopp's nose without Salah wanting to go or without Klopp having an input into it. But if Salah goes to Jürgen and said, I want to go like Fabinho and Henderson, I believe, I believe he'd probably walk. I believe he would go. I don't think Klopp would, would leave, by the way. I mean, he'd let the player go. Offensive wide. I didn't know if, the third, if just saying somebody was an Arab was defensive. I'm just trying to be safe, mate. You know, you never know what's offensive these days. And you know, as as somebody who's a bit older as well, I'm trying to keep up, and I I never want to offend anybody. So when I'm not familiar with a certain part of the world or their description of how they are described, I I'm just trying to play it safe. Um, we're at two hundred and six k now as well. Love that. So, Mister Crosby, time to change. I'll get to the Hincapia stuff now. One second, let me get my notes. Right, so on Hincapia, a couple of bits and pieces. So we've known that there's been interest in the Bayer Leverkusen defender from Liverpool, from West Ham and from RB Leipzig. We've seen numbers go from um, £35 million up to £60 million. Now Ben Jacobs has been writing lately and a couple of others have been talking as well. And he said Hincapia would love a move to the Premier League. Still no offers received from Bayer Leverkusen. He could be available for just £35 million. Anything around this price and I understand Hincapia would push for a move. So keep an eye on that situation. Um, £35 million would be excellent business by the way if if we could bring him in for that. So hopefully we see this move along because, again, as I said, we'll talk about Salah here most of the night, but we cannot lose focus on that we need midfielder and a defender. We can't forget about that. Salah wanting to leave because of lack of ambition said Gakul. Cool, and I understand that Gakul. Cool. Truly, if Mohamed Salah came in tomorrow and said, you know what, I had every intention of saying at Liverpool, when I signed my new contract... I was told that the club were going to go out and rebuild and do it properly. I had every intention to stay. But having seen how the window's gone, and with this very generous offer coming my way, maybe I've changed my mind a bit. Could I understand that? Yes. Because the owners have shown no ambition. I've been screaming about that for a long time, and I'm just a fan. So if you're a player at the tail end of your career, and one, you're not in the Champions League, which... Let's be fair, players like Mohamed Salah want to be and should be in the Champions League, but he was also part of that collective failure. I think he put that to bed and thought, okay, we all failed, fair enough. But he's not seen the ambition from the owners. So I couldn't blame him if he feels a little bit underwhelmed with what we've seen in this window. Uh, Andy said, I hope he goes to be honest, it's such a distraction. It is a distraction. It's a distraction that has wound me up a lot because we've been distracted by Mohamed Salah related stuff for about two years now, maybe even a bit longer. And the only time it's going to end is when he leaves. So the longer this goes on today, tonight, without us seeing Mohamed Salah or his representative come out and say, again, this isn't happening. We aren't moving. We are staying at Liverpool for the season then we all have this same built-in fear. It's very easy to resolve this, but the, more, the longer it goes that they don't, the more you start to think, maybe there is conversations going on. Maybe he is weighing it up. And you don't even have to take my word for it when i weighing it up. Many journalists have been saying the same. Salah has not ruled out any potential move and is yet to formally decline Al-Ithihad's approach. That comes from Lewis Steele. Even if a potential exit doesn't come to fruition this summer, it's certainly one to watch for next year. Uh, James Bench on Twitter has said, Liverpool have no intention of selling Mohamed Salah. Then he asked the question, Why are Al-Ithihad trying to change their minds a year earlier than bids were expected? Two key factors, the looming Club World Cup and interest from al Hal. And he's a CBS journalist, I believe. So, yeah, maybe they don't want to lose him in a year's time to a rival in the Saudi Pro League. Maybe they want Mohamed Salah, one of the biggest Muslim athletes in the world, at their club. And they want the best chance of success in the Club World Cup as well. So, yeah, there are more factors at play here than you and I will probably just think of off the top of our heads. His price tag is irrelevant as we can't trust these cowboy owners to spend the money. In any case, said Finch. um, Damn right, we can't, mate. Not in this short period of time as well. Like, if this happened at the start of the window, I think, okay, they'd come up with a plan. But sure, like, here's what I don't get, right? There has to be a succession plan in place for Mo. There has to be. Because it would be bad planning for us as a club with where he is in his contract now, inside the final two years, if we didn't have a succession plan in place. So you would hope that Liverpool have probably looked at this and thought, next summer we're most likely going to have to sell and let's start looking. But now, maybe we need to move those forward a little bit. Um, as I said, the longer there's silence from the Salah camp, the more this doubt is going to creep in, the more the media is going to pile on it and the more the pressure starts mounting and mounting and becomes an even bigger distraction. Worth noting Saudi have been offering 50% of wages over the course of the contract up front. Yes, I mentioned that earlier on Seamus. Um, which is and tax free as well, buddy, which is a huge incentive. A player with ambition doesn't go to Saudi. But he's not like he's we're not talking about 26 year old Mohamed Salah here. We're talking about a Mohamed Salah who's 31 years of age and is going to have a season outside the Champions League this year and would probably, let's be honest, not win the Premier League with Liverpool. So the best Mohamed Salah can realistically hope for this season is to win a Europa League and maybe a domestic cup and qualify for Liverpool for the Champions League next year, of which he probably won't be here anyway. So I don't know if... I don't know, Mo. Each individual will have their own thought processes. Hendo was obviously a greedy little shit and ran at the first opportunity. Um, But it's more than just football with Mohamed Salah and the interest in him. It's it's to do with his standing in the world, uh, standing in the Muslim world, um, his superstardom as an athlete, the way he carries himself as a human being, of course, as well. Lots of other reasons. It's very, It's. I don't want to say it's political, but it's not just sporting related, the interest to bring Mohamed Salah to the Saudi Pro League. Uh, hi mate, if they offer 200 mil for Salah, I'd say yeah, you can go in this window. Uh, did you see Tony Cruz calling Gabriel Viega's move to Saudi embarrassing? Yes. Have you seen that, by the way? Gabriel Viega, the young kid from Celta Vigo, is off to Saudi. Rafael Benitez was speaking about it. They offered him life-changing money. They offered the money that Celta Vigo wanted. And one of the young players, young prospects that was spoken about with Liverpool, spoken about with PSG, spoken about with other European clubs, has gone at the very start of his career over to the Saudi Pro League. Uh, Craig, do you remember when I said I was worried about selling on Saudi Arabia four weeks ago? You said PSG worried you more. I don't trust FSG not to sell. Well, PSG have had a big change of direction, to be fair, Carl. Their Galactico time is over now. They're you know changing their stance and looking to do the bringing young hungry players thing. So my worry about them has probably gone away, to be fair. But yeah, you did mention it four weeks ago. But I just didn't think... I thought when Rami Abbas put that to bed, that was the end of this. But it isn't. And it's going to go on. Until, once again, they rubbish it. I love Salah, but only want players that want to be here play for the shirt, so if a decent offer comes in, I'll drive him to the airport myself, said Jake. Well, my thing, Jake, is I'm just sick of it, mate. I'm just sick of the distraction. You know, I used to laugh at United fans and, you know, the Paul Pogba distractions. But... At least with Salah, we have a player that's performing, a player at the top of his game, a player that, you know, has shown season in, season out that uh, he deserves to be spoken about in in the highest regard. I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I'm worried. I'm very worried because, as one of our friends in the chat said earlier on, I don't trust these cowboy owners to replace him. Like common sense would say if you lost Salah, you go big for somebody like a Kavaricelli, an Oshuman, um, a Chiesa even if you want to go a little bit more downstream. Uh, Raphael Liao at AC Milan. They're the statements that you should be looking to make. Brutal Magic, welcome to Anfield Agenda Ultras, buddy. Appreciate you. Right, let's see what you guys are voting on for the numbers. What number would you sell Salah for was the question. We've had over 3,000 votes. And So far, leading the way is £150 million. 32% of you guys have voted for that. Closely followed by £200 million, which is 31%. And then £250 million is uh, is next up. I'm going to end that poll because that's a good enough sample size. I think myself, if he gets sold, it's going to be less than £150. That would be my guess. I would say you're talking and it's just a guess of course 120 that's the number i think because as i mentioned earlier on i've not really seen saudi arabia splash transfer fees of the amount we're talking about they've they're willing to do it for mbappe but i haven't seen them do it for anybody else they've given players obscene amounts of money but clubs i don't think they've really lavished over 100 million yet So Arab is offensive but Cowboy isn't. Yes. You're right. It isn't. Well done. And who is Cowboy going to offend? Do you think that John Wayne's gone around somewhere with his hat on and an old horsey poo? Or is he dead? I don't even know if John Wayne's dead. Going, oh, I'm offended. I bet you don't even know where cowboys started, mate, do you? I'll wait. If you want to jump on and feign offence, my friend, want to tell me why it's offensive and where Cowboy's began? Because I bet you don't fucking know. Here's a clue, it ain't Texas. And I'll say it again, cowboys, 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 cowboys. And yes, our owners are a bunch of cowboys, spoofers, charlatans, wafflers. And also, no one said Arab was offensive. I asked if Arab was offensive because I wasn't sure. So again, fuck off. Trying to play catch up here, bear with me. Let's be honest, if Salah goes, don't be surprised. It's all about money with these Saudis. So if... He buggers off, we just move on. Would you like to see, or do, who would you like to see brought in and would Ben Doak fill the gap? I'd like to see the players I mentioned, Kovarra, Celia, Rafa I mean, Chiesa, but that's a downgrade, if I'm being honest. Um. Yeah. I I'm, I don't know how to feel about it yet because I don't know what Mo's stance is on it. Until, until I know Mo's stance on it, All we know right now is he's considering it. The fact that he's considering it, by the way, if he is considering it, as has been reported, is a disgrace. That should worry you. If those reports are true, that many journalists have wrote tonight, that he's considering it, that's bad enough for me, to be honest with you. That's enough for me to say, off your pop then. I don't want anyone that doesn't want to be at Liverpool Football Club. I don't care if you're Mohamed Salah, Virgil van Dijk, Alisson Becker, Jurgen Klopp. If you don't want to be here, and you don't feel like we're good enough for you, off you pop. Nicholas Young, thank you for the super chat, mate. You didn't put a comment in, but appreciate you. What would you do if I was in his place? It's tough because... Ibrahim, I'm not a religious man, so I can't even make a comparison to anything Catholic. Like, I was christened a Catholic, but I'm not a religious person. So I don't know if if that's a big draw for him. Like, it's not fair of me to make that assumption or, or that guess. The money side of it, I mean, I have a number. Everybody has a number. Anybody, like, I have a number. We all have a number in life that would make us consider doing stuff that makes us a little bit uneasy but the difference is i'm a joe soper in a working class neighborhood living in a council house i have to worry about the bills next month i'm not already a multi-millionaire this isn't a matter of how many times over i'm going to become a millionaire so i truly don't know so it's a tough one man we all like to think we do the right thing right we would but as I said I don't know if this would benefit Muhammad Salah's faith as a religious man if he's closer to I don't know uh, prayer if 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 it would be a more um a lifestyle that would suit Muhammad Salah more I can't answer these questions on Mo's behalf but I know I'm sick of it Uh, Adrian said I didn't mean to sound offensive anyway to anyone God bless humanity the Arabs and the Manx too no no fuck the Manx Adrian no 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 no. we've no time for them fuck the Manx Um, but man you weren't being offensive don't worry Adrian it's all good bud all good if I was Salah would I leave tough to say yeah I would I would if I was Salah, I'd leave. Yeah, I would. Just thinking about it. Like this isn't like Henderson for me or Fabinho. You know, this is a way of life that Mo is used to, has grown up with in his in his faith and his beliefs. So yeah, I probably would looking at the situation if I was Mo, looking at Liverpool in the Europa League looking at the lack of real investment from the owners and the playing side of things, I'd ask myself, are we going to be able to challenge Manchester City and Arsenal over the next couple of years that I'm still here? And the answer to that right now is probably no. If we're being really brutally honest with ourselves, the answer is probably no. So I wouldn't have hate for them because to me, this is way different to Henderson and Fabinho. If Salah leaves, Rodrigo from Real Madrid is good. They're not going to want to let go of him, mate. He's only, what, 21, 22? Only just really started to, at the end of last season, force his way into Ancelotti's regular lineups. You know, Benzema was obviously there before. And when Benzema moved on, they've put Rodrigo up front there as well with Vinny Jr. Um, So, yeah, I don't think that's doable. Can't sell mo this season, said Nicholas Young. The season will be our worst in recent memory. Cowboy equals not offensive, but also not accurate for most Americans. But we don't mean it from the point of view of an actual cowboy. When we say cowboy about the owners, we mean spoofers. We mean like cowboy builders type of cowboy. That's what we mean. We're not like yee-haw motherfuckers, here I am on my Clydesdale. That's not what we're talking about. We mean like spoofers, jokers, useless, basically. So, would you guys leave if you were Salah? You've asked me, I've been honest and given you my assessment. Would you leave if you were Mohamed Salah right now? And you were offered these, what, two, three hundred million? Well done, Craig, on the Rodrigo comment. At least someone else football. I try to keep abreast of all things football, mate, as and where I can. um, Because I love it. You know, I watch as many games as I can. Would I take Musiala? Oh, God, yes. Oh, God, yes. Like, would I take Musiala for Salah? Yes. Fucking right, I would. Because look, again, Salah's 31. So best case scenario, in my mind... Is that Salah goes next summer. That's best case scenario in my mind. So if you said to me. You would lose Mohamed Salah in this window. And gain someone like Jamal Musiala. Yeah. um, Do you need a lift to the airport? Mo? Now all the Likars other outlets will go. Oh no. But I'm honest. And be honest. You would. You'd move Mohamed Salah on now. For a player who. will be a superstar for 10 years. Because you'd be an idiot not to. If we got offered hundred million plus for Salah, we should either bite their hand off and buy Risa from Brentford for eighty million plus. I mean I mean that's a ridiculous number for a player from Brentford, to be honest. Uh at least we'd have a new penalty taker, said Eamon Fallon. Yeah, that's a fair point, Eamon. We would have a new penalty taker. Uh surely it will be Sobot Or McAllister. It'd be a good show, actually either one. Where's the bid? Exactly, David. We haven't had that yet. And the last bid that we've seen mentioned was really derisory, by the way. It was like 60 million or something, previous bids. But again, all of this is distracting us from the business at hand, which is the fact that we need a midfielder and a centre-back. And what's taking up headlines right now? Mohamed Salah, which is nothing but a distraction. So you would hope that the club are at least trying to do their part and get players in because whether Salah goes or not we still need a midfielder and a centre back before this window closes so we can't allow this to become a distraction and then when the window closes go fuck we're so distracted by Salah and whether he stays or not that we didn't even get the players we needed in shit because as I mentioned to you just because our window closes on September the 1st the Saudi windows open until September the 20th So this headache can continue way past their window closing. And, and I can't say this too many times, I'm sick to death of distractions around Mo. It's a constant pain in the ass. Every single summer, or every single international break, there's always something. Always. Whether it was his wages, or the fallouts with Sadio Mane, or the... Mane can't celebrate qualifying for the World Cup because it might upset Mo. Or the Mo, not, Mo being upset because he wasn't in the captain's conversation. Or the Mo being upset because he was taken off. I don't want distractions. I want players to just do their fucking thing on the pitch. And what they do outside of that, I couldn't give a shit. But this is a big distraction. And it's never ended. Every time we think... When he signed a new contract, we all thought... At least that buys us a bit of breathing room now for a year or two. Here we are already. A summer on. And we're still having to deal with Mohamed Salah, Mohamed Salah, Mohamed Salah. Will he go? Won't he go? Will he go? Won't he go? Cowboys, Ted. Cowboys, said Finch. If Salah goes, Miss on Bellingham is going to be even more painful, said coins uh, Gallerani. Should have made Mo captain. Why? I mean, I wouldn't have been against it, by the way. I said it at the time. Mohamed Salah, Verge, Allison, Trent, Robbo. Any of those five, personally, I'd have been sound with. Uh, If FSG sells Mo, they're going to put that money in their pocket and we won't see a better replacement. I don't trust FSG. I don't think any of us do, Queen Nadra. I think you're, you know, probably preaching to the choir here, my friend. Right, I've got more stuff to go back through anyway. So here's one that might. Upset you, and this was from Mike Dean. He said, I missed the stupid hair pull at Chelsea versus Tottenham, which was pathetic from my point of view. I didn't want to send Anthony Taylor to the monitor because he is a mate and as well as a referee, I didn't want him getting more grief than he already had. This coming from a VAR official that worked for the PGMOL. This, by the way, is apparently the same fucking genius. That last week said McAllister's was a red card. On Soccer Saturday. At least I don't watch it. But that's what I was told he said. So shenanigans are afoot. Whether we like to believe it or not. When you have a referee who's just stopped working in the PGMOL. As a VAR official. Saying he didn't want to send Anthony Taylor to the monitor. In the Chelsea versus Spurs game. Because he's a mate. And he didn't want him getting more grief. Fuck you, Dean. Do your job, you pussy. That's... How is he not locked up for this? That's... Blatantly admitting. He couldn't be arsed doing his job. Because he didn't want to... Poor old Anthony might have had to walk a few feet over to a monitor, Mike. Is that it? And that's in the Telegraph, by the way. So this isn't just some nonsense on twitter that somebody just came up with didn't want to upset his mate you want to tell him, we're not actually to tell him someone's riding his mrs mike we're saying mate you might have missed a hair pull there on kukareya maybe go have a look at it i kind of forgot to mention it to you it's not, you know that other lad out on the pitch there. He's doing your misses, mate. Forgot to be the one to say it to you. Sorry, mate. Really bad on my behalf. But. Oh, Naeem, do you want a little pet in the head, little bitch? And somebody upset you. Oh. I jinx the club do I I wish I had the fucking power to jinx anyone You sad little twat You think me saying that Liverpool are going to lose Makes Liverpool lose Or me thinking that Liverpool So by your reckoning You little twat I'm responsible for Liverpool winning the Premier League And the Champions League So I'll wait for your email congratulating me on my success dickhead Because your own deluded being Thinks I'm responsible when we lose So by that regard I'm also responsible when we win So where's my medal I want my medal. English refs are so bad. They are. They're shocking. Not good enough. I've said this for a long time. It's pathetic. So anyway. Midfielders. We are now one week and one day away from this transfer window slamming shut. And we are no closer to a decore, to an Andre, to a graven birch, than we were two weeks ago. And how has that happened? How are we here? If you had to put all your money out do you think he leaves? I don't know. It, you know I mean? I, I wouldn't put money on it. But I don't know is the honest answer. I don't know if Mo leaves or not, as of right now. You have mental issues, Craig. Chill. Yes, mate. I do have mental health issues. They're well documented. Thank you for pointing that out. Anything else? Would you like to slag me over my weight? I can wait here for that if you want. So we're, we're okay mocking mental health now. That's where we're at, is it? Good stuff. Thank you for that. What's the news on Hincapia? So the news on Hincapia that came through earlier on was that there is serious interest in them. And if a bid was to go into Leverkusen, Let's say thirty-five million upwards that he would push for a move to the Premier League because he'd love um, he'd love a move to the Premier League. Now, it didn't go into detail to say he'd love a move to Liverpool, Liverpool, West Ham, and Leipzig were the three clubs that were linked with Incapia. But like that price tag at thirty-five million, if that's a number, um, if that's a number, I think we should be all over it. Quite frankly, it seems a fair number. 35 million for a left sided centre back, I'd pay it. But, you know, let's wait and see. Sign the lad from Napoli. Which one? Cavaricelli or Oshuman? Jacob Ramsey's injured at the minute, mate. I have seen somebody in the chat mention Jacob Ramsey. He's injured at the minute. Um, weirdly, his brother is at Villet as well. I didn't know that till pre-season, but yeah, his brother is uh, coming through at Aston Villa as well. Does anyone read anything into the fact that Mo's playing chess on Instagram? Or because I, mean, I know he does like playing chess, because you know he's a he's a fairly deep thinker and stuff. But I just you know maybe we're trying to read too much into this. Where are the mods? I don't know. But I'm having to do a lot of moderating myself today. Because apparently people are just coming in today to troll my looks, my mental health, my weight. Anything else, by all means, have at it. Um, But yeah, I'm trying to moderate myself and go along at the same time. But remember, when the day comes that one of the people you've slagged off kills themselves. Remember. Remember that you are in that group. Because that day will come where you all think you're fucking hilarious. And you mock somebody and they do something stupid. It ain't going to be me because I'll trample on you little fuckers. I don't care. But somebody who is actually less strong than I am mentally, you may break. So keep that in mind when you try to mock people's mental health or their appearance. If you want to mock my opinion, we're here. Well, let's debate it. But if you want to talk about my family, my looks, my way, my mental health, it's out of bounds this is a football channel and again I'm sound I'm mentally strong I've got support systems I'm good but somebody may not be and that's all I'm saying to you like I said to you the other day a positive word a smile a nice comment to somebody can uh, can make their day and you never know that could be the thing that keeps them going or makes them smile so just try and go that regard Because you're not funny. You won't out-banter me or out me because you're not clever enough. So just keep it in mind. Because the world's a nicer place when we make people smile and don't make people cringe. I'm good at making people cringe with my opinions. But ultimately, let's try and be positive. Because that's the platform we're building. Sorry, I'm just again. I'm scrolling through my notes because I've been sent so many stuff over the past hour or two. Um, so this was from Sky Sports earlier on in Football Daily. They said Mo Salah would like to listen to offers from Al ithihad That's um. I wonder where they get that information from because a couple of journalists that I'm lucky enough to be in contact with, um, their gut feeling was that most days. So I don't know who Sky are getting their information from and I'm not saying they're wrong or they're right. Genuinely just querying it. Lots of angry people tonight. Listen everyone, the host is just one of us. Do one if you don't want to respect. Not just me, man. Like, respect everybody in the chat. We're here and we're angry and we're frustrated and I get it. But yeah, I just, trolling just, it's just pathetic. Like, it's just pointless. Um, but thank you for for your support john but yeah look you know this platform is about bringing people together and making people smile and um, so yeah just just drop it because there's no need for it charles coleman gifted an anfield General membership thank you charles have we forgotten about borella oh imagine it really bugs me that uh, borella has gone quiet, by the way. Just from a footballing perspective that nobody's made a play for him. Even Man City. Like City are out there now and they, they brought in Doku today and they got that. That's confirmed. And they're looking to bring in Matthias Nunch from Wolves. So even the fact that they've looked at Matthias Nunch and maybe not looked at uh, Borella I just find it weird that nobody's made a play for him. What do you think about Darwin to Chelsea? Also, I think when Salah goes, there may be a change in the system, hence why I suggested Oshuman. So yeah, somebody told me that earlier on, Neville, and that. Chelsea fans somehow think they're going to get Darwin. Um, There's no world that exists where I think John W. Henry is going to be able to stomach another loss to Todd Bowley. He's already, if he really wanted these players, lost out on two. I can't see him selling... And strengthening because that would make Saturday, or that would make the manager walk so I don't think there's any world where we sell Darwin to Chelsea. I don't see why we would try to strengthen a rival and weaken ourselves it would be madness uh, Jeff said the main team of this transfer window has been saying we're interested in players uh, to waste time the mental health issues also is uh, do not be little individuals because of mental health said Jeff. St. James's Park are hosting two Saudi Arabia friendlies this season. Uh, P.S. They're not state-owned. You know, they are, though. They are state-owned. I I think you're being sarcastic. Uh, And not towards me, but I mean, yeah. They're hosting two Saudi friendlies. Last year's away kit was basically a Saudi kit, but they're not Saudi-owned. Even though, Adrian, to follow on with your sarcasm and to continue it, even though when they were under uh, examination in a court... In New York, they did admit that they are state owned. Uh, and when I mean that I mean the PIF executive or somebody involved said, "Yeah, actually, we do own Newcastle." Uh, Craig, I think we'll give the a right kick and come Sunday. Uh, I wonder, like people saying that that this is just a distraction to try and destabilize Moby for the weekend. I, I I really don't give that much credit to it. Be a big distraction to try and get potentially three points. Um, Eamon said, I think Mo is full of his own self-importance and won't discourage Saudi offers. I think, look, there's been a lot of perspectives in the chat tonight from people who have a thought process of why Mohamed Salah might go. Whether it's a lack of ambition from our owners, whether it's money, whether it's uh, a new challenge, whatever it might be. But ultimately, I just want a fast conclusion. If he's not going to move, come out and say you're not moving. If you're open to moving, then we're against time. So if there's any chance that we lose him, if there's 1%, we need to just resolve it quickly because it's going to be unacceptable if we lose Mo and we haven't got a chance to replace him. Replacing them will already be a near impossible task. Uh, Felix wants to leave, then shift Gakbo to right wing. Said long orgy FX, um, it's really difficult to try and figure out what you would do as a club if you lost Mohamed Salah. I mean, as I mentioned earlier on, Celia, Rafael, Federico Chiesa, um, potentially off the top of my head, some names, Nico Williams, but he's still very raw at Bilbao. It, I think. Uh, Every hour that goes by that we don't hear Rami Abbas rubbish this, I get more and more scared that we're going to lose him in this window. Saka is a good replacement. Yes, but there's no world that Arsenal sell us Saka, or that Saka leaves Arsenal now. Like, Let's look at it like fairly and remove our Liverpool bias. If you're young Saka and you've just got given a 350 odd or whatever it is grand a week deal at Arsenal and you've just missed out on the Premier League by a place and you're in the Champions League and you've seen the club being strengthened and you've seen Declan Rice being brought in and you've seen Kai Havertz, Jurian Timber you're not going to want to leave to go to Liverpool let's be fair about it so I think that's just nonsense it's not possible I'd love Saka I'm sure Klopp would as well but it's not possible Um. be angry be passionate that's what why some of us enjoy your channel it's not a monotone snooze fest fact in the history of mankind telling someone to chill has never made them chill yeah exactly it's like a red rag to a bull with me when somebody says chill because I don't want to chill a lot of the time Mike because I am a passionate person so yeah I, I like to vent I need to vent If we lose Salah, it'll be criminal by FSG, said VI Jokers. So I want to rerun the same. What's this one? If you were Mo Salah, would you leave? Very good poll that that was put up earlier on. And so far, and we're heading towards 3,000 votes, so I'll leave it up for a few more minutes. If you were Mohamed Salah, would you leave right now? And more than half of you are saying yes. If you were Mohamed Salah, you would leave right now. We need a left-footed right-winger, said Pranav. We have Ben Doak. He's not ready to be a Salah replacement, but... I'm just trying to balance up what one of our friends in the chat said earlier on, that um, would we see a change of formation maybe or another tweak... And it's easy for us to kind of just go, ah, yeah, but Klopp has to work on that change of formation. He would have to. And that's something you'd ideally want to do in pre-season, not a few games in. Now, with an international break coming up, you would have a chance to at least work on it with your coaches, perhaps. Um, We've run the same poll on our Twitter account. And it's a little bit different. On Twitter, sixty-two percent of the people we polled said no, they wouldn't leave if they were Salah. Here, it's a bit different. People are just about edging to say yes, they would leave if they were Salah. Uh, Sane, well, Sane jo- is Jaden. Sorry, Jaden, poor man. Um, sala or Sane has been linked today as one of the players that could potentially be a replacement. Um, again, though, I don't see Bayern wanting to sell Leroy Sane. How about Adiemi from Dortmund or Bakioko from PSV? So the Adiemi stuff, I feel like we missed that boat when he when he signed on at Dortmund. Um the Bakioko one, that link has been there alright. I just um I don't know enough about Bakayoko to have any idea if he's anywhere near ready to come in. And ironically, one of the players we had looked at for a long time was Jeremy Doku. And he's just today signed for Manchester City. So I sat here last week and kind of took a little bit of joy from the fact that we got Sobbitzlai before Manchester City got a chance to get in there. We dicked around with Jeremy Doku for two or three years monitoring him and Manchester City have just gone in and bought him. So, you know, there is that. Do you think the interest in Hincapia could be hampered because of his agents being the same as Caicedo? No. Because I think this dude wants to come and play. And nobody else in the Premier League I'm aware of is giving out those 7-8-9 um, year contracts that Todd Bowley's given out of Chelsea. yes but he's an idiot sorry i was just sending a voice now back fsg gonna sell him replace him with american forward uh, we should, we need a midfielder and a center back lads and i'm worried because this distraction is going to be the thing in my head that carries FSG through this window. And it shouldn't, because George Schmadke shouldn't be involved in this Mohamed Salah conversation. He should be looking to do his job and be out there signing recruits. So we need to sign a midfielder and a centre-back. So we can't let this just get past us and drift away. We have to get our signings, regardless of what happens with Mo. We have to continue our own business, which is to get the signings Klopp needs. Right now, we've lost eight players. We've added three. Not good enough. Uh, Jamie Hayes, thank you, mate. Now, look, normally I sit here and I go, do you want me to stay until half past 10? I'm staying on until half past 10 because there's going to be stuff tonight in the media. There is going to be. So I know this for a fact. So I'm going to stay on until half 10. Uh, ben Doak ready to go. He, look, Ben Doak, I put him in the Bajecic camp. Yes, you could put Ben Doak in and he'll do a job and a very good job. But we also shouldn't be expecting a Ben Doak or a Bajecic to be the saviour at this age. He should be surrounded by top level professionals that are spurring him on every day in training, improving him, giving him little tips. And then gradually we we give the kid the game time. Would I take Matoma? No. Because he's 27 on his next birthday. And because Brighton would demand an absolutely astronomical sum of money for Matoma. Um, and I don't think he has enough goals in his game just yet. So for those reasons, no. Cavara Celia, Liao, Chiesa. They'll probably be the three at the top of my list of, of you know, potentials. Do I like Tyson Fury? Uh, I like Tyson Fury when he's in the ring boxing. He's a phenomenal boxer. Other than that, I, I'm sick of him. <laughs> in all honesty, I've nothing against the man. I don't know him, but yeah, I wouldn't be uh, following his every move or anything like that. But I'm also not against anyone making himself a nice few quid. And if he's going to get 30 million quid or whatever it is to fight Francis Ngannou, the boxing purist in me would rather he fought Usyk, but you know, if I'm in his shoes, you're not going to get many easier fights than a novice boxer standing in front of you for thirty million quid. So I get that side of it as well. Would I take Emery Chan back? No, and I never had any issue with Emery Chan when he left, by the way, because he's seen out his contract. So I have no bad blood whatsoever for Emery Chan. Someone said, Craig, would you sell Mo? It's hard to give you an answer when I don't know the number. You know? Would I sell Mo for 70, 80 million? Not a hope. Would I sell him for 100 million? Not a hope. Do I think anything over 100 million with a huge fee for Mohamed Salah and wages might become a big problem for Liverpool? I do. I do. Because let's look at it without the emotion. In a year's time, at the end of this season, he's got one year to go. And he's going to move at that point. So, I'm of the mindset of, if someone doesn't want to be a Liverpool football club, I don't care who they are. If you don't want to be here, thank you for your service. Off you pop. Uh, FSG are are not behaving like normal human beings. This borders on psychopathy. Never seen any owner do their fans. What they did to us this summer," said Kim. "Kim, I have said it for years now. They are spoofers. They are cowboys in the sense of the word, as in they are foolish. They are charlatans. They are no interest, no more interest in success than I have in starting a porn career. It's just not going to happen. And they don't give a shit as long as the money keeps rolling in and the valuation of the club keeps going up." Oh, hang on. Yes, so I agree with Neil Jones. Neil Jones just tweeted out something and I couldn't agree more, and I've been trying to say the same thing tonight. If nothing else, an unwelcome distraction for Liverpool and their fans at a time when the focus should be on incomings, not outgoings. Yes, Neil. Very, very much true. Um Sorry, I'm laughing at something else. Yeah, it's right. And we can't let the owners off the hook. We can't, as fans, let this distraction get them through the end of this window without more reinforcements. Because right now, and I can't speak for all of you guys, I'm not very optimistic for the season ahead with the depth in our squad. There's a lot of good talent there. the way we signed them and why, and the manager's thinking behind it. So I have no issue with Endo coming in. But I do have an issue with the manager not getting what he asked for, which is at least a centre-back, and we all know we need another midfielder. That's bare minimum. That may, that means we've brought in five players and lost eight. So yes, I think we're, we've got more sturdy players in that group, and we certainly will have gained more minutes than we would have lost. But that can't be a distraction. We need to get two players before next Friday, 11 p.m. My chat's frozen for a sec. Where we go? There we go. I missed the super chat. I knew, what was this? Missed. A new member I sent a chat saying congrats on 206k sorry if I missed that um Sagon Madden new member I think it was back in thank you Sagon I see um how do I pronounce your name by the way I've, I've seen you in the discord as well my friend just not sure how to pronounce it uh, and thank you JC as well man much appreciated Diaby and Rafinha are good replacements I don't know about Rafinha I don't know about Rafinha um I'm not saying yes or no. I really when I say I don't know I I am really on the fence. Um Diaby not watch much of him, but did is Diaby just signed, didn't he? he was wasn't it it Diaby that just signed for Villa? Um I don't know. I don't know on the replacement front because whatever the first thing that's going to happen is they're going to know why we're looking for a winger. So immediately, they'll want all the money we got from Mohamed Salah. So trying to replace Mohamed Salah in this window, I think is an impossibility. I don't think you can do it. I think you have to play the long game with it. And bring somebody else in that doesn't play the exact same position. And then rejig the attack a little bit. Because you're going to get your pants pulled down if you go out there to try and get a like-for-like like type replacement. Like, I know things are desperate, but at least we're not Everton. There is that, my friend. Yes, there is that. Please just buy Paquetta and Musiala. Well, Paquetta's about to be banned by the looks of it, mate. Um... There is an inquiry going in into suspicious betting patterns on one of his yellows or something like that. Not really for me to speak about because I don't know the facts of the case, but Man City pulled out signing him for I think that reason. Danny Almo will be an interesting show. He's putting up some good numbers um at Leipzig. I mean, can we have a poll, Gary, on potential um On potential replacements. Let's say. Would you like. Liao. Rafinha. Cavaricellia? Oshiman. Maybe. We are 15 minutes away from 10 o'clock tonight. So do not forget my friends. If you are new to the channel. Please do hit that subscribe button. Appreciate you being with us tonight. If you are new, please do hit the subscribe button. As I said, let's keep us moving on towards a new goal. And I have set myself a goal. I hope for the channel to hit 250k before Christmas. That's my new goal. Um, Elise could be a decent show, you know. Elise could be a decent show. I know he just signed a contract extension with with, uh, Crystal Palace. But I tell you what, that's not a bad show for a, a decent value option. I like it. I like that Elise show. Mo just posted some weird selfie. Oh, I know. That's what I was laughing at a second ago, mate. In the uh, in the pink, uh, I don't know what you'd call it. Spandex, is it? Uh, thank you for that, your networking. Appreciate you. Pierre cap is 60 million. Today, Peter... Um, there's been a report to say that 35 million might get that done and you're right it was reported as 60 million Um, as close as yesterday if I'm not mistaken mate but I think originally the 45 million euro price tag that was mentioned when Liverpool, West Ham and Leipzig were interested that kind of feels about the right number uh, Adam Wharton from Blackburn could be a midfield option for the future left footed and City were interested in him. Well, we just signed two youngsters, didn't we? One from Leicester yesterday, um, and I don't know where the other lad came from. Uh, Reese, thank you for that super chat, though, mate. You're very kind. No replacement is good enough right now. We can't replace what he brings. No argument, mate. But you know, you can't just bury your head in the sand and say it's not. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. We don't know. Until Mohamed Salah and his representative come out and say, no dice, not happening, no interest, we have this hanging over us. And as Neil Jones said, this is a time where Liverpool and Liverpool fans should be focusing on the last week of the window, trying to get the players the reinforcements we need in. Yeah, where's the poll? I don't know. I don't think the lads heard me in the background, so I'll I'll do it myself one sec. The lads are busy. To be fair to them, one second. There's no way I'm spelling out Cavareccia. I'm just putting in a, a shorthand version of that. How do you spell Oshuman, by the way? How do you spell Oshuman? Is it O-S-H-I-M-E-N? That's how I'm spelling it. Uh, let me add another one. And last one. Who was the other one we were talking about? Oh, yeah, there's the other one. Thank you. Right, you guys. Polo 8. I spelled Oshaman wrong, but who cares? You know who I mean. Yeah, I spelled it wrong, but you know who I mean. Uh, By it will be a god. Decoré not good enough. By is going to be great. And as well, Jurgen, 300 grand, mate. Isn't it great? 300 G's. Um, I, I can't wait to remind the world over and over again. When by is established and is a world beater that we paid three hundred grand from. Oh, don't say that, me. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't say that to me. One one seven four. Because I won't lie to you. My stupid brain earlier one earlier on earlier one earlier on did say to me, FSG better not try and bring in no Romelu Lukaku. Um yeah so when i seen you write that mate My yeah right for those asking by the way the new uh discord link has been updated i know that people are having some issues so if you are an anfield agenda ultras member part of your membership uh, perks are that you can join the anfield agenda discord group so connor has refreshed that link in the background so if you're an anfield agenda ultras member you will now see that link and you can click away and join and thank you Connor, for sorting that out as well as I did say to you the lads are really busy behind the scenes today because as I'm sure you can imagine it's a mad one should we sell Carvalho to Leipzig well I don't see Carvalho coming back to Liverpool um, just based off the snidiness from him since he's left So whether he ends up signing for Leipzig or somebody else comes in to buy him, I do see us selling him next year. I don't think he's going to come back. Lukaku, Maguire, McTominay problem solved. Imagine. Oh, lads, I think I'd stop watching football. I couldn't subject myself to looking at Maguire in a Liverpool shirt. McTominay, oh God, I'm going to vomit. I feel like getting sick after that. Just even hearing the words... Uh, Neil Jones has said Liverpool are still keen to add at least one more player maybe two a central midfielder and a versatile defender so that's two then (laughs) Uh, we can't be putting up with one by the way one is just another cop out from the owners we need the two that Neil Jones mentioned we need a defender and we need a midfielder right we're getting towards 10 o'clock So between 10 and half, 10 is where we should get the little bits of stuff come out from tomorrow's media. So stick stick with us because we will be taking you through it. Is it me or does Craig look like Mr. Blobby? Yeah, I do, but don't play me how your mother asked me to dress, mate. I do whatever turns her on and clearly, Blobby, 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 bitch. Uh, Mo goes no more signings what happens laughable but honestly wouldn't shock me oh there'd be Mutiny mate Mutiny uh, Finlay Yearsley Guitar welcome to Anfield Agenda Ultras mate and Nicholas Young welcome to Anfield Agenda Ultras mate appreciate you Uh, Rob said, Saudi Pro League killing European football. European football is killing itself. And I've been trying to warn about this for a long time. You know, I asked my friends this again yesterday. And I, I think I asked you guys in the chat. As soon as you start selling off prize sporting assets to overseas investors nonstop, you've got a problem. And to make it worse, If Manchester United get taken over by Sheikh Jassim or Qatar, you've then got Manchester United being owned by Qatar, Abu Dhabi owning Manchester City, and Saudi Arabia owning Newcastle. And all that will happen is a pissing contest between these very wealthy countries for their little new shiny toys. And it's not going to end well. So, yes, there is a problem, but... The Premier League should be looking after its own interests. And I'm very concerned as to why they aren't. I don't understand why the Premier League are almost sitting back and watching all this unfold in front of them. And nobody is trying to protect the league. Let alone European football in itself. But nobody from the Premier League is doing a damn thing. And it it isn't going to end well. This isn't gonna end well regardless. Because when this money starts getting thrown around, one club is going to go under. Eventually. Something is going to happen and one huge English sporting institution is going to be up against the wall. And I I as a fan of football don't want to see it happen. What are your thoughts on Bakioka from PSV? I don't know much about him, but I don't think he's anywhere near ready from what I've read. Even Dutch journalists speaking about him seem a little bit surprised at the links to Liverpool. Would I take Bowen? I've always been a fan of Jared Bowen. I've always admired Jared Bowen's hard work um, and what he brings to a team and his skill set. So I do like Jared Bowen, yes. But I don't think Jarrod Bone should be our Mohamed Salah replacement. But I do like Jarrod Bone as a player. Um, Vikas has said, Seven days to go and we haven't signed a CDM. We have. Did you not see the Endo signing? So we've definitely signed a CDM. I'll carry on. Now this Salah news. Could have been a good bit of business, but I don't trust Liverpool executives to be competent. Um, I'm with you on that, Vikas. I also don't trust these clowns. But... I've been saying that for a long time now. And once again, the big summer rebuild window that no stone was being left unturned for, that our hands were to the pump for, that we had a year to prepare for, is a shit show. And somebody has to be responsible for that. Somebody has to be held to account for that. And if you're the owners, the buck stops with you. But you have to look down and think, who shit the bed? Because if the money was there, and we just haven't got the deals done, that's, that's poor. Because we've had so long to prepare. So long. Uh, Finley Yearsley, guitarist, i love the streams, Craig. Oh, thank you, bud. Appreciate you. Great to have you with us. I'm always blown away by the amazing support you guys have. I know tonight has been a bit of a difficult one. It's been a difficult one for me. I'm not going to lie to you i know i've bitten on some of the comments but there's been some really fucking sick disgusting shit aimed at me during this stream by people in the chat and it's tough it's tough because i'm a human being but i appreciate kind people like yourself mate who come in and try to drown out that little bit of negativity because look it's been a great return to youtube for us it's been a lot of positivity the chat's been brilliant tonight it's just gone a little bit p-tongue i don't know why but you know we'll sort it we'll resolve it but having good people like yourself behind us mate means a lot craig i read that hincapia is injured couldn't tell you if that's true or not mate but it wouldn't necessarily injury or something yeah maybe but if he's like i don't know dead leg or maybe rolled his ankle or something i wouldn't worry about that you still get through a medical and all that stuff so right just a quick one to the chat I, I, this is something that bugs me, and i, I got to be honest about it. Telling somebody to leave it or ignore it is not the solution. The solution is the fuckers that are doing it getting called out, banned, and reported. The me's of this world, or anybody who's been absolutely ridiculed by people in the chat, why should we have to ignore it? Why is it on us to take the moral high ground all the time? The cunts in the chat, the scumbags writing the shit are the ones that need to be dealt with. So can you please don't say that to me or anyone else? Because it's demeaning to say ignore it. Why the fuck should I? I shouldn't have to look at it. That's the point. And Emirati offers you €50 million euro for Anfield Agenda, yes or no? 100% yes, I'm off, gone, adios, bye-bye, here's the channel, best of luck, thanks for everything, I'll go start another one tomorrow. Um, But yeah fifty million euro to me for the channel I'd be gone. Me and Connor be living the life of Riley. Um but I'd start another one the next week. Do I know Leo's goals? I don't I don't know um Carol I don't Uh, Minton said last week I tweeted Anfield Agenda regarding how proud of you and everything you've achieved I hope it got through to you I, did, I didn't see it mate but I, I'm not on social media this is my social media this and Discord is the only two things that I do with Anfield Agenda so I don't run any of our social media accounts I've, I've even signed out the emails recently um, so I don't even have access to them the two guys in the background run our emails now And I've just set up a a system in place to protect me, kind of. So, yeah, this is my um, interaction on social media. And look, I love it. I look forward to these streams every night. I'm very blessed to be here with you guys. And we have Chelsea, and we have a Chelsea Afternoon Owners where FSG, where somebody told me, don't work this shit. I don't know what the fuck that means. And we have a Chelsea Afternoon Owners where FSG, where somebody told me, why don't work this shit? I have no idea what that is, Rob, mate. Sorry. Um, Not trying to ignore your comment, but I I just, I don't know how to decipher it. Craig, can we have Eden Hazard on a free? No. Canteen's closed. Uh, So no, we definitely can't have Eden Hazard. Do you know what? I wouldn't even take him on a free. Uh, Don't think he'd be available, and I don't think Arsenal would sell, but love to see Martinelli. Oh, yeah. And Kloppo loves Martinelli. I know that for a fact. Kloppo's a big fan. Wow sticks and stones ironic i love it the name um thank you for your very 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 kind super chat but what a name we're talking about trolling and banter here and your name sticks and stones so it's very apt i respect people who show genuine respect and courtesy to others and there are so few of those around i appreciate your well articulated thoughts craig and even if when someone doesn't share your opinions that's perfectly okay like you say great job mate thank you thank you mate but i wasn't always like this If you watch early Anfield Agenda streams, I was a bit more aggressive, a bit more angry. But that was all about me because they were my deficiencies. And that's where the benefit has come from my psychologist, my family, my medication, of course. And it just made me sit back and go, you know what? I I can be soft. I can be nice. I can be open. And I haven't been judged for it, which is lovely. So, yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, it really means a lot. Thank you. Andrew Gregory, thank you as well, mate. You didn't put a comment in, but appreciate it. Thanks for the great content. Keep up the great work. Always tune in if I have time to so Colin Watson. Thank you very much. Any more news on Andre? So I'm, what I'm still trying to figure out what Andre is, what's the release clause? Like, we'd seen €40 million, Euro, right? And that was what we all thought. Which made sense when Liverpool were like, at 30 million, I may be able to, um, to offer 30 million. but when it came out, I think it was Jacques Talbot, if I'm not mistaken, who said that from his understanding, it's 80 million for the release clause. Now if it's 80 million, I can understand why Liverpool aren't paying the release clause, obviously and why they might want to wait till January or whatever. but um, yeah, 30 million if the release clause is 80 million, we're off on 30 million. that's just more wasting the time uh people using ad hominem or in other ways to try bully someone in order to feel good about themselves have a very low self-esteem oh 100 yeah yeah that's something that i figured out working alongside my uh psychologist mate on that one definitely it says more about them than anybody else what's this about we've got half an hour so don't go anywhere we're gonna take you guys right through to the news stories i don't understand why i'm getting sent that and what it means oh okay sorry same vibes yeah i've lost lost track my my lads in the background here are sending in stuff in our discord group and I'm, our whatsapp group and i'm just completely lost by it american sports are the way to follow there's certainly some attractive aspects to american sports yes there are you know salary caps and stuff like that but what i mentioned earlier on and i'll say it again is when english football start being taken over by outside owners and the crown jewels were being what's the word i'm looking for were new custodians of these sporting institutions from outside of english british backgrounds I, don't, I I feel like the, the league loses something because the comparison I make is I could never imagine the NFL having more than half of the owners of the NFL teams being not American businesses or American nationals because they're the, they're the crown jewels of American sport. So I always feel like the crown jewels of of English sport, or football in this case, or Spain, or Germany, or whatever country, should be, where possible, kept in the country. So I think we've gone even further than that now, where you've got like states now, like actual countries, and not just businesses. So like, okay, an American investor coming and buying a Premier League club, that's fair, that's understandable, there's nothing wrong with it. But like, imagine America bought Liverpool tomorrow, Imagine that, imagine Joe Biden got up there and said, we're using American taxpayers' money and we're buying a Premier League football club and we're gonna make it all American, all shiny, and it's gonna be a propaganda machine for all things America. We'd call it out, Americans would call it out. But that's what's happening now. We have football clubs that aren't being bought for sporting reasons, they aren't being bought for financial business reasons, They're being bought as public relations exercises to change public opinion on a state. And I don't like it. I hate it. And the very people who are supposed to protect and look after the sport are having their pockets lined and allowing this shit to happen. And it's sad. It really upsets me. As a football fan. Why aren't Chelsea punished for spending so much. In Liverpool at gunpoint. Fair play. Doesn't honestly talk about it. The fact that Chelsea haven't made a profit in 20 years. They lost 900 grand a week. For 17 years under Abramovich. On average. Bowley comes in. Buys the club. That debt just disappears. That Chelsea had. Now they have a new owner. Who spent a billion quid. In 14 months. And recouped about three or 400 million. And we're supposed to believe that this is sustainable. Small stadium. No shirt sponsor. No sleeve sponsor. No European football. But that's sustainable. Manchester United can't do it. And they're one of, if not the most financially rich clubs in the world. Real Madrid couldn't do it. But Chelsea are doing that, and we're all just treated like idiots for saying, how are they doing this? How would you feel if we got taken over by a Saudi group? Would you consider stopping watching Liverpool? I'd consider it. I truly don't know if I'd be able to, but I definitely would be something. And it's not Saudi, by the way. I have nothing against Saudi Arabia. I've got nothing against Abu Dhabi. I've got nothing against Qatar not nothing at all i have nothing against the people anything i just don't want countries owning football clubs because there's no jeopardy a business should be run as a business it should have to make a profit or break even or fall within certain boundaries when you don't have to make a profit and you can just throw never-ending sums of money because you've got never-ending sums of money in your country how is that in any way fair or even sporting it's not it's weird and it will end up eating itself and destroying the sport somebody has to do something about it but who is that going to be is it going to be Gianni Infantino is it fuck is it going to be um Alexander Keffern not by the looks of it Uh, hey Craig what some individual said to you tonight was outrageous keep up the great content it's appreciate it mate I was going to brush it off and say it's fine but it isn't fine you're right but it's not normal for our channel so that much is what I would say I'm lucky in that I've got got a really amazing group of subscribers so it's very out of the norm for us so it's just a bit of a once-off blip hopefully mate but thank you Somebody just put Mohammed Salah in his um, polar neck uh, in the back of the barbie car (laughs) and it looks quite funny. Can the money dry up? Well the money doesn't have to dry up. Here's the thing that I've warned about and I'm going to reiterate. The money doesn't have to dry up for these projects to fail. The direction that the governments want to take for their countries just needs to change. So Saudi now are making a big play in sport. And they've got, I think, more than 50% of their populations under the age of 25 or something like that. And they're trying to move on from the the oil resources that have served them so well financially over all this time. And they're moving into sport. They want to be a destination for sport. So that's where they're making this big play. And they have every right to do that. But if they change their mind tomorrow and decide that they want to become a destination for, I don't know, artists and music, let's say, and they want to try and get the likes of all the top artists, recording artists in the world, filmmakers and all to move over there, and that's the direction they wanted to go. They wouldn't think twice about pulling the plug on any of the clubs or letting the clubs go to the wall or calling in their debt and asset stripping them. And it's easy to say it won't happen. But it has happened on a lesser scale already around Europe. And it could very well happen again. So that's my argument back to the people that say, we'll get with the programmes, we need an oil-rich state. No, we don't. We need governance of the sport by people who aren't looking after their own interests and people who are genuinely there to serve the best interests of football. That's what we need. And right now, I think a lot of us don't see that in the world. can i buy liverpool mate i can't even uh can't even buy me own gaff that i mean let like, alone liverpool uh fsd are asset stripping us but not really like if they're asset stripping us van dyke could be gone allison would be gone and they'd be looking to asset strip us. I I honestly don't understand what the fuck is going on with um with our owners. Like I don't know what what they want from Liverpool because they can't look us stri- like they can't look us with a straight face and tell them they want to win because that's horseshit because they're not in any way trying to compete. They're making Jurgen Klopp operate with a hand tied behind his back, and we're playing catch up from last season but the thing is the board game has moved along now because the stakes have been raised Arsenal have spent 100 million on the midfielder they've brought in Kai Havertz they've brought in Yuri and Timber the game's changing and our owners don't want to get with the program but they also refuse to sell up so what do we do We need the 51-49 rule. I don't think that's... I don't know if that's legally possible at this point. Because imagine Todd Bowley paid, say, 4.5 billion or whatever it was for Chelsea. Imagine saying to him, mate, all of a sudden 49% of that is yours, 51% you have to give to the fans. Somebody's going to go, well, where's my uh, 2.8 billion? Or sorry, not 2.8, 2.3 billion That I invested in there. Have you seen that Gabriel Viega joined Al Ali? Yes. And that's... uh, Look, I I don't know if Gabriel Viega will end up living up to his potential. But it's a young, fresh player moving over to Saudi. So it's not just a case of 32, 33, 34, 35-year-olds now. If they can start to attract... Young prospects over as well. It is very worrying, but honestly, I, I'm at peace with the Saudi league. I am because it's their league, it's their country. I have no issues with them looking to come in and buy up everybody. That's on them. I'm only concerned about the Premier League and and our club. So countries are free to set up their own leagues and do what they want if they can attract the players and keep them there and. Get the TV and the crowds and stuff. Fair play. But I'm concerned about our league and Europe and the Champions League remaining the most prestigious competition in the world. Do you think if we all could as fans, would FSG leave? There's still some absolute geniuses out there who think the best of FSG and still refuse to, I don't know if they refuse to acknowledge FSG's failures, because then they'd have to acknowledge that other people were right for a while, and they'd have to acknowledge that they were hoodwinked to some extent, I don't know if there's some ego going on with some of these people, but I was somebody who for the longest time, I wouldn't say I was FSG in, but I, was, I wasn't arsed, I was kind of on the fence, I wasn't bothered about the ownership as long as we were seeing the right things, but the Super League changed everything, because that was selling our soul. That was taking our traditions, our history, for money, and not even, not even conducting a poll of the fans or speaking to Spirit of Shankly or speaking to the players of the match. They just did it so deviously behind everybody's back and just told us that it was a fact. Then that we are now in this league. That let's be honest fell apart very quickly with a little bit of fan pressure. So that tells you all about the level of um, due diligence that was done there by the owners before they signed up to this fucking shambles. And that's why I never believe their apology, because they do it again tomorrow. And again here we are closing in on half past ten, Thursday twenty fourth of August, one week and one day before the window slams shut. And we're still have made one signing since the first week of the window. So nine weeks in this transfer window, we've made one signing. Sixteen and a half million pound defensive midfielder from Stuttgart. That's unacceptable and i'm starting to fear clop walking because i'd walk in his shoes at this point if i was to put had to put up with that from the owners and someone mentioned earlier on today could you blame salah if he looked around and thought no ambition here these owners don't want to win arsenal's owners look like they want to win we know city's owners want to win do our owners want to win no they don't they want to do the bare minimum and that's depressing because as fans we do everything to win we would do whatever we could to help the team win the players would do whatever they could but you need that support from the top down and It's very fractured at the minute. Since Michael Edwards left, the club has just looked very different in transfer market, like very disjointed and fragmented and not the force that we used to be. So the question that I've asked all window is, what have we been doing? What have you done for the year since we signed Arthur Mello and you admitted we needed a midfielders. And that the midfield needed a rebuild. What have you done to prepare for it? Because seemingly not much. Because we signed Sobbitzla McAllister on the first week. Then we lost Hendo and Fabinho weeks and weeks ago. And we've signed a 16.5 million pound player. And I'm fine with Endo, and I wish him the best and I think he'll do well. But we can't ignore the other glaring deficiencies in our squad. And that's just to get back to fucking parody. That's not before we look to push on as a club. This is just getting the bare minimum of a squad that can, that can compete. And yet we're supposed to believe that these owners are hungry for success. We're supposed to believe that these idiots that are out there afraid to criticise the owners. Because they mightn't get their access. We're supposed to believe that they have the club and the fans and their fellow supporters' best interests at heart. Fuck you. And the cheek of these people to just slag off everybody else that there has a bit of ambition. We're not asking for the sun, the moon and the stars. We're not asking for Haaland and Mbappe. We're asking for what other managers are asking for. We're asking for a manager to be given a squad that can compete and that he can do his brilliance with, his magic with. 111 plus 53 equals 164. I don't understand the context of that. Because 111 would have been money going out. And 53 was money coming in. So I don't know why you're adding the two numbers. We're going to keep on by the way. We're keeping on till till after half past 10. So stick with us. The lads are going to be going through now. Trying to figure out what's in the papers. Who's saying what. on uh, my way down to the shambles in our mass city and spray the city with Liverpool. I don't know what that means, Adrian. As a United fan, I feel your pain. Also really respect you, Craig. Thank you, Dougie. I get it, mate. Look, even as bad as our owners are, they're not as bad as the Glazers. But what I've always said to the United fans is, I get you that the Glazers are crap. You're right. But at least they've given their managers money. Now, you can argue the money wasn't spent well and that. You can argue who was actually making the signings. But God, I tell you what, I'd kill for that money at Liverpool. I'd kill for Jurgen Klopp to have that amount of money to spend on players. Uh, honestly, losing hope at a new signing," said Stephen Horrigan. James said, "Would you be happy with Andre and Antonio Silva?" James Coulton Yes, mate, I'd be over the moon with those two. I mean, Antonio Silva, he's he was the one, and I dare not dream about him because Benfica would ask the sun, moon, and stars. But yes, a centre-backs go. I haven't spoken about him all summer, James, because I don't think he's attainable for us. But yes, sir, I would be all over him if it was a if it was a possibility. I think we get one more signing on deadline day. Yeah, potentially, but we need two. You're only 800,000 away from a million. Uh, 794,000 away. Calvin Phillips, God no. Right, let's have a look. So I asked you guys earlier on, who would you replace Salah with? We've left this open for a good while. There's over 3,000 votes. Kovaric, Celia, Oshimin, Liao or Chiesa. So far, 31% of you guys have said that you would like Liverpool to sign Kovaric, if you had the option. Um Oshiman was third on the list with 24%, Rafael Liao was in second place with 28%, and Frederico Chiesa was uh was last with 16%. Matoma as a salary replacement. He's gonna be 27 though. And for the money Brighton would demand from, him, I don't see there's value there. Um Liao, I'd be all over. If if you could somehow they see Milan to sell Raphael. would be all over him. Maybe get Jota to have a word in his ear. Hincapie over the next few days. I hope so, Samuel, because that seems like a good fit. Um, and look, I've I've been fortunate enough that I've been able to speak to a couple of Ecuadorian football fans, and they've left me in no doubt that Hincapie is a, is a fine player from what they've seen. Part like they've said he's you know himself is stupid and is it and. Um, kaisada were big reasons for their national team doing decent enough in, in recent years so yeah at 30 35 million for hincapia i'd be all over it as well it'd be great signing Elise and Eze is what's needed Elise was a great show from somebody earlier on um i don't know if Elise's new contract with crystal palace has a much higher release clause or not i've not or maybe there's none in it i don't know There was a lot of talk though that his old one was, what, thirty pounds or something like that, that um, Manchester City would have been able to trigger. None of them are right wingers. Why are people so obsessed with the idea that only left-footed, inverted wingers can play on the right? Anybody can play in a wide right position. If you're a left winger, you can play in a wide right position. Look at Sadio Mane. He was a right-sided winger. Salah came, he shifted to the left, and I think you'll agree, he did rather well. So, Liao could absolutely do it. Or, you tweak the system. Either way, they're the level of players I think we should be looking at to potentially replace Mo. But, I tell you what, the more this day goes on, and the less we hear from Rami Abbas, the more nervous I'm getting. Because the first time he came out and said, not true there wasn't anywhere near as much media stuff as there is around today today you've got sky sports running with it at the top of their site you've got every football fan channel speaking about it it's all over the radio so today's the day that i would have wanted to see rami abbas come out and say no he's staying at liverpool if we had any interest we wouldn't have signed a new deal i'd love to see him come out and repeat that statement today because that would put a lot of this to bed for us but as of yet radio silence and as i mentioned at the very start of this stream radio silence just leaves room for conjecture and doubt in the minds of liverpool fans you say but he already did he didn't he did it two or three weeks ago. And if you were paying attention, you'd know that the offer has doubled since then. So, yeah, you can tell me he did it three weeks ago. But today, it's been reported that Sal is considering it. Today. And not considering it from the point of view of he hasn't said that. and It's been openly reported that he is weighing up the offer. So... Rather than just bury your head in the sand and say he isn't, look at the media. Look at what journalists are writing. Good journalists are saying that he's weighing it up. He hasn't said no. He hasn't said yes. He's weighing it up. And again, money doubled from the previous offer. Have I ever watched the football terrace? I was on the football terrace once and never again because I was ambushed. And I know I was ambushed because the guy who was manipulated to do it messaged me apologising. So yes, I've heard of the football terrace, and I will never be on that channel again. That's all I'm going to say. Paul Davies, thank you mate for your super chat. Appreciate it. What offer? Have you not been keeping up today bud? So salah has been given a new offer that's double his last offer that he was offered to move to Saudi Arabia. There's talk of him getting 250 odd million over two or three years that's the offer we're talking about and on top of that sky sports yesterday i think it was Dar it was either darme Sheth or um cave solid i can't remember which one of the two gents it was but one of them said that a tactic that saudi are doing now to try and convince some of these top players is saying to them look your wages will be $250 million over three years or whatever. But come and sign on and we'll give you half of that up front tax free. That's a big incentive. So if Salah's going to be offered $120 million up front and then the rest of it over the course of his contract there, you know, they're big numbers. A Benzema-Salah swap would be something to hold out for. Uh, no, I don't want... And over the hill, Benzema. Thanks, mate. I'll, I'll pass on that one. Am I gonna see Lee Gunnar? I, am I gonna see him? I hope to meet Lee. and I'm going over to Spain in October, and uh, the plan is that Lee's gonna drive up and meet us, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna have a, an evening, we have a meal and a few drinks or something like that. Yeah, that's the plan. I'm uh, yeah. As I said to you before, Lee Gunner is a good friend of mine. He's been very good to me. And have nothing but respect for the lad. Uh, sorry about that, Craig. Apart from the salad offer, how are you feeling? I'm just frustrated, bud. I'm frustrated, Jermaine, because... Once again, it's a real clusterfuck of a window. And... Not what we were hoping for. You know? And that's regardless of whether... um, That's regardless of whether... They, sorry I'm distracted by my own team putting stuff into the chat um, that's the regards whether we, we get players we've still got Mo, Mo, Mo Salah's situation to deal with now so it's just more deflection more excuse making more and not enough action it's pathetic this window has been pathetic from Liverpool Report saying Salah has agreed. Said Nathan, I mean, I don't know, mate. I, again, right now, we're all just waiting because the truth is we don't know if he's no interest, very interest. Uh, we don't know if the numbers are getting bigger by the hour. We don't know if there's conversations going on in the background between Liverpool and uh, Al-Ithihad or the Saudi government. We, we truly just don't know. But as I've said... Silence for football fans is not always a good thing. It's not always a bad thing. But it could be all put to bed very quickly. Julian Branting, coming. Oh, no, thank you. I, do you know, I actually count my lucky stars that we didn't get Julian Brandt. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful that we ended up with Mohamed Salah and uh, not Julian Brandt. How much have Liverpool been offered? That, Matthew, I don't know. And I said this earlier on. We've seen all the numbers that Salah's been offered. But we've not yet seen the number that Liverpool would be offered. Because on the first uh, the first instance a few weeks ago where... He was linked with the move away. 60 million was being mentioned as a number for Liverpool, which is a, quite frankly, derisory offer. For me, if he was to leave, I would see it settling somewhere between 120 and 150 at a guess. P.S. Benzema Salah is the pathetic best we can hope for. I don't want Benzema. To be honest with you, um, hasn't he fallen out with his manager or something already? Is he is he had a run in with Nuno or something like that? Am I am I mistaken there? And thank you, by the way, uh, Adrian. Yeah, so putting in the exclusive Chelsea in the last few hours have made inquiries about Darwin Nunes. Can you tell me who it's from? Uh, Sherlock, so I can see if there's any credence to it. Look, surely John W. Henry and Liverpool will tell Todd Bowley to get fucked. I don't care. Like, We will be the ones to show Todd Bowley that you don't get everything you want. So there's no way Liverpool are going to sell Darwin Nunes to Chelsea. Because Klopp would walk the fan base would revolt and it would be just stupidity of the highest order to strengthen a rival. So there's no... There is no number that should, we should sell Darwin Nunes. We shouldn't even listen to the conversations. Whoever came up with that, I think, is... Uh, been on the mushrooms or something like that. Uh, yeah. Oh, it was Indy kayla was it? Nuff said. Enough said. Yeah, I mean, for God's sake. he's not a real account, lads. He's not a real journalist. It's a parody account. Again, don't insult any of us with Indy Kaler news because it's it's not a real serious It's not an account to be taken seriously. Just ask the man when the next out of grave. He's ready at KFC, and he probably have a better answer for you on that than on the situation with Darwin Nunes. Is Nunes going to Chelsea? What do you think? Do you think Liverpool are going to sell Darwin Nunes to Chelsea? Like, why would we do that in what world would that make any sense financially, commercially just ridiculous it's never going to happen I'm done with all this coming and going if Salah wants the money and that's what he wants going then away with him I've always said that Canters I don't want anyone that doesn't want to be at Liverpool and if Mohamed Salah is tempted by it and he wants to move then tell the manager and off you pop but you know, I've said it at the start and I'm going to say it again, I'm just sick of the whole distraction with Mo, I'm sick of it, every fucking window and every summer, there's something, I've said it earlier on, if it's not his negotiations and his agent winding up Liverpool fans with laughing emojis and stuff, it was the Mane stuff, if it wasn't the Mane stuff, it was the PSG stuff, there's always something. And I'm sick of it. And you can say to me, Craig, he's not responsible for it. But again, I'm going to say to you, it could have been put to bed very quickly today, but it hasn't been. And every single, it's it's always something, it's always something. Um, sadly, if the money being spoken of for Salah is right, he will go. His head must now be turned. I look, I'm not going to say I'm all right with it, but I'd rather know now. Like I'd rather Liverpool find out tomorrow if Salah wants to go so that they have some time. But what I mentioned at the start of the window, the absolute worst case scenario is that the English transfer window or the European transfer window slams shut on September the 1st. But the Saudi window is open for... I think till the 20th of September so it won't go away It and if they do force a way to get him out by then we literally have no way to replace him and that's crazy so if he's going to go I'd like I'd, I'd want him to make a quick decision So the club can do something. But either way, the most important thing is we can't allow this to be an excuse for the owners to get away with another shit window. They haven't yet brought Klopp in a defender and a central midfielder. And he needs them before this window shuts, regardless of what happens with Mohamed Salah. hundred million offer for Salah, people are saying on social media. Um I've no idea. Hundred million I mean it's it's getting to the realms of a realistic offer. But I still don't think Liverpool sell that a hundred million. I think Liverpool will hold on for more. Any news yet? No, I'm I'm waiting for the lads. Again, it only comes out at half past ten, so it starts to trickle out from then. Thank you for your streams, Craig. Proper depressing time to be a Liverpool fan. Every time I think I see the plan, there's some BS, FSG and George awful. It's embarrassing from our owners. Yet again, a severe lack of ambition. And I don't know how they're going to lie their way out of this one or how they're going to manipulate the media to try and make us feel sorry for them. It's once again John W. Henry being an absolute spoofer and destroying morale at the club. Again, look at the fan base right now. Fractured, upset, pessimistic, down. That's not right. You should be starting a new season full of optimism, positivity and hoping for a good season ahead. And that that is the owner's fault. And they should be accountable for that. Which of our current players would be the best on the right? Mm. Probably Lucho, I would suggest. Because um, you could make Darwin cut in from the left. So I'd say probably Lucho if you're looking at the four. Now obviously you've got Ben Oak, but if you're just looking at the four lads that are there now. Kudus. Um, haven't West Ham agreed a fee for Kudus? With Ajax. Or am I wrong on that? Chelsea going for Darwin. They can go all they want. They're not getting them. Simple as that. Uh, Craig, lots of negativity around at the minute. Congrats on 206k. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Seagal. Much appreciated. Yeah. It's not the... um, I just hate this stuff. I hate it. I hate that us again as fans are left in a helpless position where we're at the mercy of of the owners and again they're under delivering. Valverde can play right wing PS I like Fish Fingers. I mean what's not to like about fish fingers, to be fair. The only thing I don't get with fish fingers is I don't get the fish finger sandwich thing. Um I know a lot of people love fish finger sandwiches. But I, I don't get it. But I do like a fish finger. Especially with beans. So, so far. The lads are saying they're not seeing anything. Re- regarding the news. And I've been hanging off and hanging off. To try and see if something's coming out. But so far. Nothing. Which is both. I guess good and bad. Bad from the point of view of. No more links to us bringing in players. But good, maybe, from the point of view of at least nobody has an inside scoop on the salad situation that's going to break tomorrow morning that we haven't heard about yet. Uh, Craig, you're a legend. There's so many the struggles with mental health. People like you inspire me. Thank you, Kieran. And um, thank you for speaking up about your own mental health, mate. And it's it's I said this this is the example I give all the time and it's it's simple but I think it's right. If you walked in to your mates or a pub or work with a broken arm, people would go, "Oh Jesus, what happened to you all right Do you know what I mean like that must be tough but nobody can see inside your head. so it's difficult for people that that maybe don't understand it to be empathetic at times because it's not visible right? you might smile one minute, you might be happy for a little time during the day, but then in your own dark moments, when you're on your own, maybe you feel a bit down about things, and I think all we can do is speak up about it, mate, and I come from a family of very strong, hardy men who, you know, never really talked about feelings, Um, but I knew I needed to talk about my feelings because it was eating away at me, and I hated myself, and... It wasn't going to end well for me and my mother died killed herself my dad drank himself to death and i'm fucked if that's happening to me so i'm gonna break that cycle in my family and my kids aren't gonna to have to go to my funeral because of something like that so i think if we can speak about it like this um and more people realize that it doesn't matter there's there's no rhyme or reason for mental health it doesn't matter if your economic circumstance doesn't matter if your religion doesn't matter about your sexual orientation you could be the richest person in the world and you couldn't stop a mental health issue from happening so we need to talk about it and we need to realize that it's not weakness it's strength to ask for help it's strength to say something's wrong i need i need a bit of help That takes courage and we should be inspiring those people to do it and we should be getting behind them and we should be praising them not like these pricks in the chat who think they're funny with their snide comments yeah so the more of us there are the better because it doesn't it doesn't distinguish as i said between your circumstances or your religion it doesn't give a shit sometimes in life you're going to go through bad times like any other part of your health and uh, you know i I hope people feel like they can they can ask for help we're in the same boat with our american owners season's pretty much a ride off already embarrassing Glazers out said peter um again mate i'm gonna say like i'd love to spend the amount of money that you guys have spent in this window and i know like i'm not undermining your anti-glazer stuff mate that's very justified but god i'd love to see Klopp giving that money Chelsea bought young man from Santos today for seventy odd million. Surely they can't afford another twenty third signing. Eh, uh, fucking hell! Now I know Chelsea did free up some money when they sold Hall, or they loaned Hall with an obligation to buy to Newcastle. But they brought in a goalkeeper now, and if they brought that guy you're speaking about from Santos, that's just he's taking a piss, like. Right, I'm going to call it a night because I'm not seeing that and I'm not going to keep dragging people's nights out. So I'm going to have a scoot around the papers, put out a video with the transfer update in the next 20 minutes or so. Um, and yeah, thank you for all of your support again tonight. And if there is anybody out there that's suffering with, with their mental health, please speak to somebody, family member, a GP, a teacher if you're in school. Um, and just know that... it. There's nothing wrong. You're not broken. You're normal. Hold
0: up.